spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911. Welcome to Friday Show TGIF. Thank God I'm forgiven. Yes, you're here with Jesse and Anita. Uh, Aquila and Prisca. As a matter of Tobias fact, Tobias and Sarah. Yeah, Tobias and Sarah. As a matter of fact, today's first reading is um, you see that uh, Paul is doing his ministry along with Prisca and Aquila. Yeah, so that's I like. Oh, yep, yeah, that's so cool. Reading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, which which just shows that as as Catholics, uh, couples, single. We're all called to be co-laborers with Christ in the, in the vineyard, yes, yes. In, the, in the work of evangelization. Absolutely, and what a wave, what an honor it was for them to be with St. Paul mm-hmm. during his ministry. Wow, that's hey, that's wonderful. Hey, there's this, there, uh, it's still the month of May, so it's yes, the month of May. Remember we're here. that you should be praying the rosary every day, even after May. Yep. Next one, next month, we're entering the month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and the the secular world. Is going to enter LGBT month, so we got to keep firing away our rosaries, our divine yes, mercies. Yes, yes, yeah. it's going to be a month that we need to be on our knees. It'll be a month of battle. Absolutely, and then um, this weekend is Memorial Day weekends, where the United States has set aside a day to pray for those who have lost their lives in combat, the U.S. military. So just remember those that that even those if you don't know anybody that was in the military that ha- that served their country and they um they passed away during a battle you could still pray for them yeah, we say need to pray for them. them this weekend yeah and pray offer for those your, that are alive That's offer awesome. your communion for them yes yes yeah. uh offer your morning prayers for them again remember we're still connected through christ absolutely absolutely and you know we get all those uh, soldiers that are coming in with um, disabilities, and we need to, whether they be spiritual, mental, or physical disabilities, we need to pray for their healing in whatever capacity they may need. Yep. Okay. Hey, we're going to go through a, there's a, a good a priest friend of ours, named Father Clifford Manager. He's an exorcist for the diocese, I think, of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes. He's a, he's a Thomas exorcist. Uh, very good friends with Father Chad Ripperger. He wrote a book a couple of years ago. It's a very good book. It's called. It's very. It's excellent. I recommend the reading. Yeah, it's called the Devil's Role in the Spiritual Life, mm-hmm. and he answers some very important questions, especially for a lot of Catholics that seem to be. Um, they're always. Uh, they're intrigued with. They're, they're intrigued with mystic, mm-hmm. mystical theology. Yes. Locutions, apparitions, private revelations. Right. This is. Uh, this will be a show for them because uh, we're going to see what Saint John of the Cross says about these things as mm. written by Father Cliff or Manager, yes. who teaches, by the way, he's a he's a professor of exorcism at Mundelein Seminary uh, for the last couple of years. Yes. So the first question is, yeah. what takes precedence, sacred scripture or personal mystical experience? This is an important question yes, because it is. a lot of Catholics, just like the Jews in the first century, Jesus Christ says only a wicked generation seeks these signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I want to share something. We get phone calls from people saying, oh, I, I think I'm a mystic or this person's a mystic. What do you think? And so um, I think this show is for them yeah, to only, answer all these questions. Only a, bishop, only a bishop can declare somebody Absolutely. a mystic. And it's and posthumously. It's posthumously. <laughs> so if you, I mean, you know, again, yeah, Father Clifford Manager. I think he um, covers that too. Yeah. So when somebody says that they're a mystic, mm-hmm. again, uh, you got to you have to pause mm-hmm. because only a bishop can make that declaration, and that's after the yes. person dies. Absolutely. So what takes precedence, scripture or mystical experience? Saint John on the Cross, in the prologue of, spir- mm-hmm. of his book called Spiritual Canticle, 
recognizes the primacy of sacred scripture over personal experience of that of other spiritual masters. <laughs> the mystical doctor, John of the Cross, invites the contemplative to distinguish between essentials and accidentals, giving faith primacy above all other communications, mm -hmm. considerations, and images, even those that may have a divine source. It is well then that the soul should reject these things and close its eyes to them, regardless of their source. For unless it does so, it will prepare the way for those things that come from the devil, and will give him such influence that not only will his visions come in place of God's, but his visions will begin to increase and those of God to cease mm -hmm. in such manner that the devil will have all the power and God will have none. So it has happened to many incautious and ignorant souls who rely on these things to such an extent that many of them have found it hard to return to God in purity of faith. And many have, have, uh, and many have been unable to return. So security has the devil rooted himself in them for which reason it is well to resist and reject them all mystical experiences. For, by the rejection of evil, of, of evil visions, the errors of the devil are avoided, and by the rejection of good visions, no hindrance is offered to the faith. Remember, our, our Catholic faith is based on the faith, which mm -hmm. means the deposit of faith given to us by the apostles, mm -hmm. And at the end of John, at the passing away of John the Apostle, the deposit of faith mm -hmm. uh, is, is complete. There's nothing else that needs to right. happen. Right, nothing needs to happen. And, and if you're following sacred scripture and the teachings of the church, you know, you just got to push forward and, and ignore those, those uh, mystical um, experiences. Okay, because St. Paul says they could come from the devil in Second yep. Corinthians 11. Right, 4. It's exactly. very easy. It's right. very easy for and, the devil to, right. to plant things in your imagination. And we should not focus on those. We need to focus on Christ yeah. too many and people, the hope yeah. and, and receiving the Eucharist. Too many people get focused on yes. the phenomena. Oh, look what's happening. Yes. He's on the, and, and, and then these in, people would come even uh, celebrities. That's, curios Catholic, that's called curiosity. Yes. That's what got even trouble. Absolutely. Okay, the next question. Uh, should we guard what what we watch on TV and the music we listen to? What do you think about that? What is Father, that? Father, Father Cliff, Cliff says that? The images that the devil's able to produce within us never go beyond our previous knowledge or the natural scope of our mind. Hence the importance of not seeing evil pictures and videos or hearing evil talks or music, etc. In doing so... We simply hand over our very personalized weapons to our enemy with which to attack us. So what's he talking mm -hmm. about? What, per, what We're handing over to the devil our memory and our imagination. Right. When you're watching wicked television, wicked internet. Our precious weapons. Yeah, wicked, wicked music. Mm -hmm. You're handing over the devil your personalized weapon, which is your imagination mm -hmm. and your memory. And it does stay with you. I mean, there's... Things many many years ago that you know if we've watched and and I know every it goes to all of us and we can sometimes it still comes up it comes up and that's the harassment that we're receiving yeah. from the evil one. How many people do I know that said, "Oh, I watched the movie The Exorcist in 1973 yeah. and I still have dreams about that and I have to sleep with a light on." 
I've yeah. had hundreds of people that have told me that. Yeah. They've been affected by that movie forever and other movies just like that. Mm -hmm. And that's where the yeah. curiosity is. Oh, what is what happens? And they're intrigued with 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 evil. Yeah, they're and not intrigued by God. They're not intrigued by God. They're intrigued by the phenomenon. If we had the 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 passion that we do to uh, for those that are intrigued by evil, if they transformed it to to God, just how much more uh, powerful we would be as Catholics and those of people of faith. And let's go on to the next question. Can the devil act directly on the mind? Well, we're talking about Father that Cliff a little says, bit. Father yeah. Cliff says, God alone is, is able to act directly on the mind and to enlighten it. The devil can, act, can only act on, on it through the medium of the senses, whether internal or external. So what he means by that is the lower faculties, the lower yeah. appetites, mm -hmm. the emotions, the passions, the appetites. This is what he can, he has access to. Yeah. And again, the emotions, passions, and appetites are connected or concomitant with yes. the imagination and memory. Yeah, guard your mind, guard your mind. Yep. What type of Catholics are easy marks or targets for Satan? What a, Father that's Cliff a very says, good question. I love that question. If well-intentioned good people can misunderstand the content of authentic public and private revelations, how much, how much room must there be for people of mixed intentions to be led astray. Amongst these are the spiritually sensual. He calls those spiritual gluttons. Mm. That is people who long for consolations, but also the spiritually proud. That is those people who consider themselves specially favored by our Lord. Those who, who long to stand out, those who are not satisfied with the ordinary path of holiness, which presents, which presents enough hurdles to itself in itself. To these people, the devil will often simulate visions and other experiences so as to keep them in his service. So the devil goes after yeah. spiritual gluttons, mm -hmm. spiritually sensual people that are always yeah. trying to uh, focus on what does God say? They, they, yeah, they, those they, are self-centered views of yeah. themselves. Yeah. God is using me. Mm -hmm. God is speaking to me. He's yeah. not speaking to anybody else. He's not yep. speaking to the Pope mm -hmm. or bishops. He's speaking to me. So I have a mandate to tell the whole world what God's telling me. That's called a spiritual glutton, or that's called spiritual sensuality or spiritual pride. Yeah, and you know, I like what he said. Uh, who, who are who are the, the people who are, are not satisfied with ordinary path of holiness? What's the ordinary path of holiness? Humility. Yeah. Humility. That's the or, and they're not satisfied. They don't want to be humble. They don't want to be part of the crowd. But they want to be above the crowd. Yeah. Simple ordinary mm -hmm. path of holiness. Yep. The seven sacraments. sacraments. Pray right. on your knees, the rosary, visiting the blessed holy, sacrament, receiving holy communion, yes. living in a state, state of, of grace, grace, living a clean, pure mm -hmm. life. No, that's not enough for them. No, they, they, they want to tell people, God is speaking look to me. me. Look at me. Look at me. He's not speaking to anybody else. Listen mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, listen to me. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Okay, our next question. Can the devil see the work of grace in our soul? Father Cliff says that the devil cannot, cannot, cannot see the work of grace in a soul. He is privy to some of his effects. I mean, he sees a soul getting, he sees a person yeah. getting holy, mm -hmm. and it frightens him to it frightens him to no end. Mm -hmm. The devil has no access, nor does he know exactly what the economy of grace brings about. He's blind to it and unable to reach it. And so that's an advantage that yeah. God has given all of us. Right. That as we're getting holy, the devil says, "Darn it." How is that person getting holy? I, I know he's getting holy because I can yeah. see that, but I can't see how it's happening. Oh, we have a holy pause. Our Lady Guadalupe. Yes. This is your month, Mary. Love you, Mary. Pray for us. Your beauty and your grace are the bright little dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pause of 
Thank you, Mother Mary. We are back with Jesse and Anita here on Jesus 911. Well, we're, we're reviewing uh, some questions and answers from, from Father Cliff and Manager. And uh, we were on a question, do we spurn God's grace by rejecting visions? That's Father Cliff says, although God may choose to grant extraordinary graces to certain people in this way, St. John of the Cross counsels us not to seek them, even in the case that such extraordinary phenomenon were from God. To not follow his advice sets oneself up for all sorts of spiritual difficulties. Mm-hmm. Here are six of them, and I'll go back and forth with my wife on the six difficulties yes. of, of uh, not rejecting mystical experiences. The mm. first one is, there could be a weakening of your mm-hmm. faith. Because the first... The first is that faith gradually diminishes for things that are experienced by the senses. It it derogates, it takes away from, it detracts from the faith. Since faith, as we have said, Mm -hmm. transcends every sense. And thus the soul withdraws itself from the means of union with God, which is faith, when it closes not its eyes to all these things of sense, these mystical experiences. So what ends up happening, instead of believing something by faith which is you don't the, the definition of faith is you believe in something that you mm-hmm. haven't seen mm-hmm. hebrews eleven six. your faith is going to get weak if you're yeah. saying i want i want to see i want to see i want another mystical experience then your mystical experience is going to co- supplant uh your faith which again mm-hmm. faith is the life death and resurrection of jesus christ that really happened communicated to us by trustworthy individuals and that's enough. And we, we, we weren't there, but we believe it. The Holy Spirit has communicated this to us through trustworthy individuals. But some people, this is not enough for them. Mm-hmm. They have to chase after mystical experiences. And this could weaken your actual faith. Yeah, well, that's where, you, you know, your, your emotions, you're, you're depending on your emotions on your, for your faith. That's, that's not how it goes. Dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. Okay, the second one. Uh, how do we spread God's Cliff's grace response. by rejecting yeah, visions? His second one is the soul's atrophy is a price of the senses. If they are not rejected, mystical experiences, yes, they are a hindrance to the spirit. For the soul rests in them, and its spirit soars not to the invisible. This was one of the reasons why the Lord said to his disciples that it was necessary for him to go away so that the Holy Spirit might come. So, too, he forbade Mary Magdalene to touch his feet after his resurrection so that she might be grounded in faith. There the, you go. The third, da- the third danger of mm-hmm. not rejecting mystical experiences in these visions is you can have an unhealthy attachment. Mm-hmm. In other words, the soul becomes attached to these mystical experiences in private revelations mm-hmm. and, and advances not to true resignation and detachment of spirit. In other mm-hmm. words, as, as Catholics, we're supposed to grow in, in, in our faith based on what God has already said, His Word, mm-hmm. not on what you experience. Yep. 
Okay, and not rejecting uh, these visions is false priorities. It begins to lose the effect of them and inward spirituality, which they cause, because it sets its eyes upon sensual aspect, which is the least important. Yeah, in other words, you're looking at the phenomena instead of looking at God. Mm-hmm. And so, again, that's, that's a false priority. That's a the false fifth, priority. The, the fifth Absolutely. thing that Father Clifford Manager said is a danger. If we don't spurn, uh, if we don't, re- these mystical experiences, yeah, we if we don't, if we we don't reject, reject them, them, he says, number five, there's an unintentional and unconscious rejection of God's grace. The soul begins to lose the favors of God because it accepts them as though they belong to it and profits not by them as it should. And to accept them in this way and not to profit by them is to seek after them. But God gives them not that, not that the soul may seek after them, nor should the soul take upon itself to believe that they are of God. Mm. And the last and one. The last one, endangerment of the soul. S- sixthly, a readiness to accept them opens the door to the devil that he may deceive the soul by other things like them, which he very well knows how to dissimulate and disguise so that they may appear to be good. For as the apostles say, he can transform himself as an angel of light. Wow, so that's... 2 Corinthians 11, yeah. verse 4. Uh, again, this is why it's dangerous for us as Catholics to... Endangerment of the soul. Allow, allow ourselves to just chase these mystical experiences right. and not live like what the Bible says, by faith. faith. By faith. By faith. Yep. It's in Second Corinthians chapter 5. I forget which verse it says. Uh, it says, we live by faith, not, not by, by sight. sight. Mm-hmm. Not by what you see, <laughs> mystical experiences. And what you feel. We live by raw <laughs> faith in what Jesus Christ has already done for us and what he's going to do in the future right. called the second coming. Because he's our hope, not the, the mystical experiences. Our next question, he he says, what should I do when I get these visions, apparitions or locutions that I believe are from God? Father Cliff, Ooh, the exorcist says, it is always well then that the soul should reject these things and close its eyes to them. Regardless of their provenance, in other mm-hmm. words, a place or source of origin, for unless the soul does so, I mean, reject these mystical experiences, mm-hmm. it will prepare the way for those things that come from the devil. And will give him such influence that not only will his vision come in the place of God's, but his vision will begin to increase and those of God's cease. In such manner that the devil will have all the power. So it has happened to many incautious and ignorant souls who rely on these things to such an extent mm-hmm. that many of them have found it hard to return to God in purity of faith and may have been unable to return so securely has the devil rooted himself in them. For which reason it is well to resist and reject them all. Mm-hmm. The devil manages to cause spiritual visions of a corporeal substance in the soul by way of intellectual concepts of using the mind, the mind's natural light, which to see things even in their absence. The mystical doctor John of the Cross, while not having a negative view of possible divine communications, certainly counsels a negative reaction to them. Such an attitude will not offend God in the slightest since he knows that a prudent person does this out of love and a sense of protection of one's own spiritual life. Wow, you think they're going to despair, these people, because they're not receiving those consolations. Mm. So does the devil go after contemplatives with spiritual lust? 
Contemplative yes. is the highest form of prayer. Yes. It's the, it's the mo it's the most mature mm -hmm. aspect yes. of the Christian life when somebody enters into the contemplative state. St. John of the Cross tells us that in working on contemplative souls, mm -hmm. the devil engenders disquiet, dryness, sorrow, affliction, mm -hmm. vain, and disordered pleasures. He seduces them with spiritual impurity, that mm -hmm. subtle desire for pleasure, which never rises to the level of the senses, yet distracts the soul from its recollection, which should otherwise detach the soul from pleasures and sensible apprehensions and be fixed on the Lord and not on the self. Wow. He goes, he continues with, do the demons need permission by God to tempt us? Father Cliff says, if a person receives true visions from the good angel, God permits the bad angel to represent false ones of the same kind. St. Thomas Aquinas states that the more a soul is tried by the devil, the greater its reward. Wow. And so there's a, again, there's just a constant back and forth uh -huh. between your guardian angel projecting good thoughts into your mind yeah. and, the, and, and a demon uh, that's a sign attempt you projecting evil thoughts in your mind. And you have to be able to discern what comes from God and what doesn't come from God. So it's just better, it's just safe just mm -hmm. to re reject these mystical experiences. Right. So what are the modes of diabolical influence on the human intellect? The, the how of the devil's influence is determined by the nature of the object upon which the devil attempts to operate. With regard to the external senses, the devil can produce, uh, can produce uh, present exterior objects such as the images of saints, of the saints, or beautiful scenes to one's sight, to one's auditory sense, he can suggest flattering words, subtle aromas, sweet tastes, delightful touches. The devil can influence us in those things concerning the worship and service of God, arousing senses, joys, and delights. In the sense memory, the devil can insert images, mm -hmm. ideas, and conversations with an eye to arousing pride, greed, anger, envy, etc., the devil has access to the memory and does not hesitate to retrieve all sorts of spiritually harmful images and recollections in your mind. St. John of the Cross says that the devil can cobble together different pieces of memory in order to present to the mind the most horrible of images. With this in mind, it serves us to consider the importance of guarding our exterior senses so as not to hand over weapons to the enemy to be used against us. The devil manages to cause spiritual visions of a corporeal substance in the soul by way of intellectual concepts using the mind's natural light with which to see things even in their absence. Wow. You know, I was thinking of just uh, Father Pio. I know he's got, you know, there was... St. John Vianney. Yeah, John Vianney. Many, the, so many. The, some of the, yeah, the visions of, of, of Mary or something, and they were, they were not. It was <laughs> a demon. The, the demon. So... He continues on saying with this question, can clamoring for the gifts of the Holy Spirit open open one up to the diabolic? Mm, how many times have we seen that? Yes. Mm -hmm. The soul that opens itself up to diabolical influence by way of curiosity, desire for extraordinary, extraordinary things, special knowledge, charismatic gifts, mm -hmm. etc. That soul makes itself an easy prey to the devil's deception. The devil insinuates falsehood from, from which a soul cannot free itself, save by fleeing from all revelations and visions and locutions that are supernatural. 
Again, this is just an example of spiritual gluttony. Gimme, gimme, yeah, gimme, 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 gimme. It's and, all about me. And spiritual want, lust. Mm -hmm. Desiring I, something that God hasn't given you. Right. I want the attention. If you give me this gift, I'm going to have the attention. People are going to look to me for answers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is very I'll become dangerous. your voice on earth. Yeah. Again, see, as Catholics, what, what I do with my wife, the NPR, all we do is repeat what the church has always taught. I've never had an apparition or a vision. Nope. Okay, I just stick to what the Catholic Church has always taught, which is called fundamental theology. It's the deposit of faith, mm -hmm. what's been revealed to us by Matthew, Mark, Luke, it's already and John, done. The It's already yeah. done, y'all. Yeah. Don't try to figure things out. It's already figured out for us. Yes. And I think a lot that's the problem with a lot of people. They're trying to figure things out. Don't figure it out. It's already done. Yeah, and don't, don't try to... Don't right. try to, to, to supplant yes. what's already been given. Like, right. no, by this mystical experience, that voice I'm hearing, I think it, 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 it perfects <laughs> the gospel. It, it tells me something that even not even the Pope knows or a bishop knows. Oh, yeah, that's gosh. Satan talking to you. Yep. That's a talking mm -hmm. snake. You have to reject it. Yeah, and I think, uh, I think many women are falling into the mystical, want to fall into that mystical. They tend uh, more towards that direction. Yes, and yeah. women don't do that. Don't be an Eve. Yeah. We already had an Eve. Let's be a Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Mary, here she is. Here she giving us a holy pause. Jesus 911, we'll be right back. We'll keep talking about mystical experiences, private revelations, apparitions. Be, be very cautious. Very cautious. La Morenita. Cause of our joy. Pray for us. Thank you, Mother Mary. This is Jesus 909 with Jesse and Anita, Prisca and Aquila. Yeah, listen Tobias to the first Sarah. reading. Yep, Tobias and Sarah. Yeah, today's first reading, you're right. Yep, uh, St. Paul is on ministry, and he's with this wonderful couple. What a privilege it is. I'm sure, I'm sure a privilege to be with him at that time. I won't know. Maybe, you know, my choice. In, in the next my life. Goal, yep, to, to ask that question. Yeah, we'll right. be there in the next life. By the way, this program, we're like a lighthouse, you know. A lighthouse puts light out into the ocean as, as ships are docking into the mm -hmm. port. And that's what we're doing. We're just trying to give yes. people warning, danger, danger, you know, go here, mm -hmm. navigate there. We have to just lean on what the church has taught for 2,000 mm. years. Yes, that's and, our goal. Yeah, and not absolutely. live our faith by our emotions. Mm -hmm. Oh, God's speaking to me here. Or an angel speaking to me here. Oh, I saw an apparition here. Or my, my neighbor saw an apparition. Don't lean on those experiences. They're dangerous. Let Remember, our focus is on Christ and the teachings of the church and the Holy Eucharist, right? Yep. And the hope of heaven. And the definition of faith is you believe in something that you haven't seen. Right. Which is the opposite of mystical experiences. You have to see these things to believe. Mm -hmm. No. That's faith is the opposite. Wonderful. You believe in what that. you yes. haven't seen. Yes. We believe because it's been communicated to us. It's in scripture. By reliable, <laughs> trustworthy mm -hmm. eyewitnesses. Yeah. So let's continue with Father Air Manager's uh, questions on uh, mystical experiences, why they, they're dangerous. What are the dangers of someone saying, I had an experience of God? Ooh, how many times I, we heard yes. that? Yes. <laughs> Look, at God is not an experience and, and cannot be contained in an experience. <laughs> by way of... Put him in a bottle. Yeah, by way of pure theological virtue, the virtue of faith, 
the soul actually touches God and enters into union with Him by faith. Mm -hmm. Visions and other similar experiences do not offer the same security that faith affords the soul. One's reaction to these phenomena ought to be to close one's eyes to them without entertaining any desire to examine the source of experience. Elsewhere, John of the Cross counsels not admitting them or giving them any credit or attention since to admit them is tantamount to opening the door to the evil one and his deceits and, and other similar things. With regard to spiritual communications, one should neither desire nor seek them, such, we, we call that spiritual lust or spiritual gluttony. Mm -hmm. Such spiritual communications are not necessary to love God wholly, mm -hmm. and the desire for them can actually be a hindrance of the pure love of God. At this point, it ought not shock us that St. John of the Cross counsels similar behavior with regard to spiritual visions that rep represent creatures, such knowledge as this, whether it be of God or not, can be of very little assistance to the progress of the soul on its journey to God if, 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 the, soul des if, if the soul desires it, and to be attached to it, on the contrary, if it were not scrupulous mm -hmm. in rejecting it. And so finally, regarding revelations, one should take care to reject them, rather with eyes closed, and support himself in the church's doctrine, and uh, yeah, in the church's doctrine and and the darkness of the faith, which means we live by faith and not by sight. That's what that means. We don't have to see anything. We believe by faith and not by sight because what we know has been communicated right. to us through the Holy Spirit by trustworthy, reliable eyewitnesses. And I think many people that start saying, "Oh, I have experience of God," they're 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 they've they're at the beginning of their uh, faith journey for most of them, and they stay stuck there. They want to feel that emotion. It's a, it's, oh, I want to feel good. I want to feel good. You know, it, it, you could tell the level of a person uh, where they're at in their spiritual walk and their faith journey of just the things that they say, you yeah. know, just the way they share their faith. And again, mm -hmm. that the, 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 object of our faith is Jesus, is Jesus and we have to grow in our faith, faith. Mm -hmm. and the way you grow in our faith is again you uh, the definition of faith it's right in the Bible we believe in those things that we have not seen yet mm -hmm. yet, yet. Mm -hmm. let's go on to this next question what are the dangers of being guided by my emotions and sentiments as it relates to God we regarding interior sentiments one not not to seek them or desire them Otherwise, such a, redis, a, a, a predisposition can prepare oneself for disaster. Remember, the devil's a master at taking advantage of these situations and presenting his counterfeits when the dispositions are there, especially using the sentiments, the feelings, the emotions, or anything that might lull the soul into abandoning it in itself to his notions. There we go. They mentioned the lower passions. Don't follow your lower passions. <laughs> The next question, does the devil go after us during prayer? Mm. He, yes, he can, he can even make turbid, mm -hmm. ugly things seem sublime mm -hmm. and beautiful. Often in order to distract us, someone from prayer, the devil can arouse impure desires. Both the Lord and the enemy have access to that storehouse and bring their wares that are presented to the intellect. This is a common area of influence for the evil one's activity, both ordinary and extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Not only will the devil imitate angelic communications in order to confound, appearing as an angel of light, he can also reveal himself in a non-physical way, spirit to spirit. Not only does the devil imitate uh, this kind of corporeal vision, 
but he also simulates and interferes with spiritual communications coming from a good angel. Since he can discern them, he, the devil, imitates and interferes with them. Wow. I, you know, it's it, the good practice. What I do is I look at when I'm praying, praying the, the rosary, the mysteries, I look at that mystery and, and, and stay focused on that yeah. mystery. That's how I do it. And I repeat it. For example, today's the sorrowful mystery. I'll say the agony in the garden. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. looking and focusing on that mystery. Uh, the agony in the garden, Hail Mary, full of grace. You know, I think that that helps me concentrate and focus on the mystery and without thinking of other things. Because when we go when we go into prayer, we have to remember, forget about everything. It's all about God. It's all about God, what he did for us, how he suffered for us and the and the and the hope of of of, of going, reaching eternal life. So that's what we need to do as Catholics. Start focusing on a picture that will help you concentrate. And there's, a, and there's a lot mm -hmm. of things in your house. You probably got a crucifix, yes, crucif whatever Sacred it is. Heart of Jesus, yeah. Divine Mercy, right, Our Lady right. Guadalupe. Lock your eyes on something holy. My yes. bedroom is full of holy things. My living room, yep. every room is. So wherever I pray, like right now, if I said a prayer right behind this computer screen, I yes. got the image of the Shroud of Jesus. Yes. Which this this is a powerful uh, right. image to combat when you pray the prayer of the shroud mm -hmm. this fights against communism the holy face of jesus mm -hmm. i've got a, a saint benedict's here to my left yep. i've got uh, uh, jesus and our lady guadalupe in front of me in yep. other words yeah focus on something this way it's it's not easy for the devil to distract right. you just focus on it. and that it really helps it helps me so yeah. you know i'm sure it'll help you what's our next question uh when the devil tempts me during prayer what do i do Satan excites disordered movements of the senses in order mm -hmm. to bother the soul at prayer or preparing mm -hmm. to pray. The person, who, the person who wants to pray well, indeed, is already at prayer. He experiences rebellions of the flesh, St. Paul talks about mm -hmm. in Romans chapter 7, and fulfilling exactly what the devil intended. He uh, interrupts his prayer to fight against the temptation, and instead of calmly continuing his prayer, not paying attention to the temptation... These people often fall into the dis into discouragement and as a result mm -hmm. of such experiences and hesitate to advance along the way of mm -hmm. perfection. Mm -hmm. They do not make the connection that the enemy is at work sowing these temptations more often, more often during prayer than outside of it. A soul that must overcome the devil's strength will be unable to do so without prayer, nor will, he, nor will it be able to understand his deceits without mortification and humility. Here's one more thing that jumped yeah, out at me that Father yeah. just said. Father or manager just said. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, instead of calmly continuing his prayer and not paying attention to the temptation. In other words, mm -hmm. what did Father or manager, the extra, just tell us? Ignore the distractions. Yes, ignore. Ignore the devil. Ignore these right. demons that are right. distracting right. you. Too many Catholics yes. get caught up in the phenomena mm -hmm. that a demon is distracting you mm -hmm. and talking to you. And you're like, whoa, mm -hmm. I'm just like Eve. The devil's talking to me right now. Ignore them. They're narcissists. You, you smash mouth Catholicism, which means... Pray through the temptation, smash through it. Right, and he also says that it just many people fall into that, and you know they, they fall in and they just they become discouraged. Don't be discouraged. You got to keep going because you know you are reaching holiness, and he wants to interrupt that. He wants to just give you know he wants to t-bone you. 
He does. Yep. That's what they do. The devils want to T-bone you and just take you off track. Yep. So they don't want, be discouraged. And, and, and they want you to, re to remain a spiritual midget. Absolutely. And uh, because they know they're losing you. Yeah. They're losing you. They're losing you their grip from their grip. Okay, our next question. How important is humility in the spiritual warfare against the diabolical? It's everything. Not that only is, not only is humility absolutely. a Look at Mary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not only is humility a requirement for a relationship with God, it protects the soul from mm -hmm. the devil's onslaughts. And this humility, in order to be authentic, must have body and soul, words and deeds, a true humility of heart without which without which one cannot repel demons. In other mm -hmm. words, why is Mary so exalted in in, yep. in the in the in the church in the church triumphant? Mm -hmm. Why? Because of her humility. her humility. This is this is what makes her the nemesis of Satan, and this is what makes her the greatest saint in the economy of Christianity. And she's such a just the 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 prime example of how we all should be humility. And I think uh, we get humbled in many different ways as you know humans, and we have and that's something that we need to recognize. So next question, do we, uh, do we defeat the devil by the health and wealth gospel or by carrying our cross? Oh, the, oh, the, 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 health, the health and wealth gospel on the TBN channel that's been around for 50 years? Ooh, I, I think, I think, taking a jab. I think they're the most watched uh, religious network yes. in the world. That's what I've, that's what I've, mm -hmm. no, well, they claim that. It's probably true. I'm mm -hmm. not sure. Again, so contemplatives and professional cross bearers uh, St. Teresa, St. Therese, contemplatives need to carry the banner of humility, mm -hmm. bearing with all blows that come their way without responding in kind. Their task is that of suffering like Christ, carrying the cross high. We'll continue talking right, about yeah. carrying your cross. This is yes. important. Jesus, and a holy, holy pause. Yep. Stay tuned in the next segment, our last segment. Mary, the cause of our joy. Pray for us. Yes, we are back with Jesus 911, Jesse and show. Anita. Hey, by Friday the way, show, the end the of the week. Yep. By the way, on June 11th, uh, next month, Catholic Men's Fellowship Night here in Phoenix, Arizona, mm. from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Vertucho Farms. Vertucho Farms, that's in uh, 4011 South Power Road in Mesa. It's between Elliott and Warner Roads. Join us this evening for food, fun, and fellowship. Bring your rosary. We're going to pray the rosary. Hundreds of Catholic men, 16 years and up. Uh, we're going to just uh, have, have spend some time together with a couple of Catholic priests. I'm going to give a presentation that night. I'm going to talk about uh, how the devil influences politics, education, morality, and social mm -hmm. action. We'll have a discussion and kind of an action plan to follow. So I'm inviting you, June 11th, next month, 7 to, 9, 7 to 11 p.m., Vertucho Farms, that's uh, in Mesa, Arizona, and it's going to be a, a Catholic Men's Fellowship Night. It's more like a Catholic underground. We'll be talking about some of the problems in our culture, and we'll ha be giving some action items. Yeah, be there, man. Yep. Yeah, so we're, what question do we have? We're talking about the health and wealth yes. gospel. Yes. So, so Fa Father Clifford Manager says, 
about the health and wealth gospel. That's a, that's a gospel without a crucifix. <laughs> He's, uh, he says, the, yep. cr- the cross is the best of weapons to defeat the devil. Be stout-hearted. Make the brave decision, knowing that you will battle every demon, but with the best weapon, the cross. The great source of our deliverance from the cunning devices and sweetness with, sa- with, 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 with Satan ends is to begin with a resolution to walk in the way of the cross from the very first and not to desire any sweetness at all. In other words, people, again, spiritual lust, spiritual gluttony. Mm-hmm. Seeing that our Lord himself has pointed out, out to us the way of perfection, saying, take up thy cross and follow me. And all of us have different size crosses. Yes. Some have bigger ones than others, but don't despair. Use that. It's called redemptive suffering. Use that for the for the souls, for the kingdom of heaven. You just earmark that. Oh, Lord, I'm feeling this pain today. I want to offer it up for my husband. I want to offer up for the sins of my family. I want to offer it for this prostitute. Uh, I, whatever it may be, offer up your daily sins. Getting up and going to work is a cross. Yeah. Oh, I got to get to work today. Oh, the morning you know. offering prayer covers that. Make yes. sure you're doing a morning yes. offering every day. every day. Every day. That way all your pains and sufferings are being offered to God throughout the day. Absolutely. And it's redemptive for other mm-hmm. people in the body of Christ. So let's go on to the next question. Should a spiritual director foster curiosity from penitence? Uh, uh, to foster the, the obscurity of pure faith, the spiritual director must be careful not to foster visions, locutions, prophecies, or other kinds of extraordinary mm. phenomena. Although these phenomena are sometimes from God, they are more often from the devil. For St. John the Cross, this danger was real. He understood that the devil can present to the memory many false ideas under the guise of truth, making these ideas seem, to, seem so certain that the soul thinks they cannot be false, but that what it feels is in accord with truth. The evil spirit can infiltrate by purity spiritual communications. By way of interior words and concepts, the devil can communicate to the intellect. These suggested locutions are often made of long arguments and discourses uh, uh, or spiritual visions. Yeah, that's why it's important it's for spiritual directors. You could be a layperson and a clergy, but it's very important that you spiritual directors have a very huge responsibility in guiding these people or any anybody just uh, giving people spiritual directions. You have to be, yeah, you have to be you, steeped in the teachings of the Catholic Church. Absolutely. Not, a, not in mystical phenomena. No, no not at all. And I was, okay, he continues with another question. I have, I have run across some charismatics that believe they have a gift that allows them information to another person, another person's life. They, they will say, the spirit told me this about you. Is it possible they mislead? Wow, interesting. Father Cliff Mermadinger says, The devil can lead a person into thinking he has a grasp of other people's inner lives, their consciences, faults, etc. In an attempt to get these advanced people to fall into calumny, sinful thought and speech, so that a multitude of sins be committed through such accusations. St. John of the Cross tells us that Satan is the master of private revelations. Mm. These usually take the form of locutions, in this kind of revelation, the devil may, may meddle freely, for as revelations of this nature come ordinarily through words, figures, and similitudes, the devil may very readily counterfeit others like them, much more so than when the revelations are in spirit alone. By way of a series of locutions, the devil not only nudges the will to such point that it begins to desire such interior movements, but he can bring about a sort of fervor born of disordered self-love, 
The devil manages to cause these spiritual visions of a corporeal substance in the soul by way of intellectual concepts using the mind's natural light which to see things even in their absence. The devil convinces the person that the origin of such experience could not be anything outside of God given the attractiveness of the experience, the delight that accompanies it, and the truth of the prophecies revealed to the person. By the way, mm -hmm. that's why there's hundreds mm -hmm. of apparitions that have been deemed false mm -hmm. by the church. Yep. There's only, there's only, I think, last time I read, there's only like 14 approved Marian apparitions in 2,000 years. Think about that number, what mm -hmm. I just said. 14? 14? Okay? Yeah. <laughs> 14. Yeah. And there's hundreds of yep. purported apparitions that the church has says, nope, this was fake. Kind of yeah. like fake news, fake apparition. Yep, fake apparitions. What is a locution? Locution is a supernatural communication of the ear, imagination, or directly to the intellect. The locution is supernatural in the manner of communication that is beyond the ordinary laws of nature. Spurious locutions may come from the evil spirit and can be recognized by their lack of coherence or clarity the disquiet they cause in one who receives them, and the evil effects they produce in those who listen to them. Hmm. What do locutions come from? Locutions may proceed in the understanding from three causes, namely, number one, from the Divine Spirit, in other words, from the Holy Spirit. Number, number two, uh, from the natural illumination of the same understanding. And number three, from the devil who may speak to the soul by suggestion. Wow. What are the most effective weapons of the devil? The most effective weapons of the devil ha that he has his, at his disposal are those that involve phantasms and the pleasures of the senses. Mm -hmm. Using phantasm, the devil gains influence over the soul. His worst deceit often involves phantasms and those things stored up in the memory. It's precisely there in the interior senses where he wreaks the greatest amount of havoc since the other powers of the soul depend on this aspect of the mind. If the internal senses were hermetically sealed and if the memory were able to annihilate all of its phantasms, the devil would never be able to work on the mind since he would have nothing to use against the person. If the soul is schooled in mortification and ab abnegation, and the desire for sense pleasures has been snuffed out, neither the devil nor the world nor the flesh have weapons enough to vanquish the power of the Holy Spirit in such a soul. Yeah, see that? The pleasure, the pleasure, he's talking the pleasure of the senses. That's the lower faculties. That's what the devil, that's the, that's the recipe of the devil. If, if you would all know that, that you have it. One, he said, okay, the devil's always is working on my lower faculties. Got to quit that. That's why he's behind the whole yep. LGBT movement, homosexual yep. movement, yep. abortion, fornication, okay. pornography. Yep. Notice the, the connection there. Anything the that relation of all those Anything issues. that has a sexual disorder, mm -hmm. but that causes pleasure, mm -hmm. uh, because that's why people tend towards those practices, mm -hmm. because they're pleasurable. Yeah. But anything that tends towards a sexual disorder, you have the fingerprints of Satan behind it. Absolutely. So what is spiritual gluttony? Spiritual gluttony is common among novices in the spiritual life. A great deal can be said on spiritual gluttony. The fourth vice, there are hardly any persons amongst beginners, no matter how excellent their conduct, 
who do not fall into some of, of the many imperfections of this vice, spiritual gluttony. In other words, God, give me, give me, give me, give me. Yep. These imperfections arise because of the, of the delight beginners find in their spiritual exercise. I hope those people that have spiritual gluttony are co confessing that. Hmm. Confessing that. They probably never even heard that term maybe, before. Maybe not. Maybe no, not. Most, no. yeah. This is the first time most people have heard that term. Yeah, Trust right, me. Right. Okay, his last question here. When does the devil stop tempting, annoying, molesting, and harassing us? When does he stop doing that? Father Cliff says, after spiritually purified souls reach the state of perfect union with God through love in the seventh mansion, the, seventh mansion. <laughs> oh. the diabolical temptations are over and demons are afraid of them. Mm -hmm. In this state, the soul is so favored when you, when you enter the seventh mansion, mm -hmm. the highest union of yeah. God. So strong and victorious that the devil knows that he has lost the battle. At this stage, the devil flees in immense fear and does not venture to reappear. Therese, also victorious, perceived that the devil was terrified of her, but not, but not she of the devil. Devils seem to be afraid of me, she said. I have acquired an authority over them, bestowed upon, upon them by the Lord of all, mm. so that they are no more trouble to me. Now they fly, or now they flee. In this state, seventh mansion, highest union mm -hmm. with God, the souls are transformed in God. They are divine by participation and possess Christ-like qualities. In them, Jesus the Redeemer has defeated Satan and his kingdom of darkness. Therese and John of the Cross struggle with demons, but in, but in the end, their victory, when they reach the seventh, the seventh mansion, and, and uh, when they reach that it, with God, it was complete. Demons do not dare attack a soul in this state, nor even hazard to approach such a, a one as, as this on account of this fear, confused by the soul's brilliance and strength. They fear this person as they fear God. Mm -hmm. You know, I like the fact where she says, I have acquired an authority over them, mm. bestowed upon them by the Lord of all, so that they are, are no more trouble to me. Well, who, who is she recognizing? She, she knows that is given to her by the Lord. And she recognizes that through her humility. It's not me. It's not me. I'm not receiving right. that power. It's Amen. God. God gives us everything. Just got to remember that. Hey, that's a wrap. Uh, by the way, remember the Catholic Men's Fellowship, June 11th, 7 to 11 p.m., Vertusio Farms. Uh, I'm going to be giving a talk there on the devil's influence on politics, education, morality, and social action, bringing your rosary. Yeah. It'll be a great evening around the bonfire. Yeah, that's wonderful. What, how do you, I mean, how, how many of you enjoyed this question and answer with Father uh, Cliff, her, her manager? He's, I, I encourage you to get his book. It, it's so um, revealing on the mystical life and spiritual warfare. The it's, book is called The Devil's Role in the Spiritual Life. The Devil's Role in the that. Spiritual you Life. Get that book. It doesn't Father cost Clifford that much. Manager. Yep. He's an exorcist for the Diocese of Wisconsin. He's yes. a Thomist exorcist. And go out there this Memorial Day weekend. Have a safe, holy Memorial Day weekend. And also pray for our military. Amen. And just recognize them on Monday. God bless you. Keep the faith up next. Yep. Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics. The big guy coming to us from the Midwest Command Center. As for the both of us, we are we're out. We're out. Yes. God bless you. Viva Cristo Rey. Keep the faith. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Aleri Guadalupe. Ora por nobis. Ora por nobis.